We do want to bring in CNN political commentator and Spectrum news anchor Errol Lewis, CNN chief national affairs analyst and anchor of Early Start, Casey Hunt, and former Republican congressman Charlie Dent. Um, Charlie Dent, do you think that moves members of your former conference? Uh, absolutely not. I, I think that many of these members who voted against uh, Jim Jordan over the past few days are dug in. Uh, and I think they are immovable objects, many of them. In fact, the people who are voting against Jim Jordan, these are not most, from what I can tell, these are not gadfly members. Many of these people are very serious, thoughtful members, members of the Appropriations Committee, including the chair, Kay Granger. And what's notable about the speech I just heard was that Jim Jordan said that, you know, he wanted to get the appropriations proce process moving. Now, I served in that Appropriations Committee for many years. I was one of the senior members of the committee, along with Kay Granger and Diaz-Balart and the others, who are voting against Jordan. And I know why they're voting against Jordan. Because they have been working for years to be responsible, fund the government, and do things that must get done, only to have, uh, well, Jim Jordan in particular and others would undermine their efforts every step of the way when they were in the majority. And now they've said no. And they didn't do this lightly. They did this because they don't think that Jim is the right guy to, to help craft the types of deals that will need to be cut, like the one on November 17th to keep the government funded. That's what funded. That's what this is in large part about. They just don't think he's the right guy. In fact, I know that there are other members who have announced yesterday that they would not be supporting uh, Jim Jordan today. I didn't hear anything in that speech that would get any of those folks to flip. So, Errol, to you, same, same sort of question I asked Phil. What was the purpose then, and did he fulfill it? Look, he's trying, as far as I can tell, to sort of in real time do a makeover, try to recast uh, himself on the national stage as somebody who could be the speaker, you know, sort of uh, in the Rayburn room, talking broadly, talking in a way that is completely at odds with his actual history, mm. his political history, and even his legislative history, his history of not passing a bill. I was going to uh, say that's thin. Right. It's, it's, it's non-existent. And so... He's trying to sort of recast himself. Now, we've seen this before. There's any number of people who have remade themselves politically, and he's entitled to try. Um, it wasn't terribly convincing. Uh, I don't know what his colleagues think about this, but he's trying now to act like a responsible person, not a bomb thrower, not a legislative terrorist, which a former speaker uh, described Boehner. him as, Boehner, um, both as a state legislator and in Congress. And so with a, a thin record, with a lot of people who have seen through a lot of his act, uh, with the threats and intimidation, by the way, which he didn't mention, yeah. but there are members of Congress who are being threatened from the outside, and this apparently is part of some of the strategy, whether it's authorized by him personally or just uh, sort of a wildcat action by his supporters. There are a lot of pro-Jordan people who were doing stuff that's really f out, out of bounds and that is designed to sort of annoy members of Congress who I don't think we're going to see a big shift in the vote today. Casey, I was just one of the questions that was asked. He didn't directly answer it, but do you think the 2020 election was stolen? He he didn't answer that directly. He said, I think there are all kinds of problems with it. But that's one of the reasons why some are consistent in this party about not voting for him. And it also goes to the point Liz Cheney made, you know, about a week and a half ago about where he stood on that election and what he knew and what he, what he did. Right. I mean, Jim Jordan's uh, interactions with the events of January 6th concern a increasingly small group of Republicans in the House of Representatives, uh, but I think you're right to highlight it. Reporters are right to ask about it because we shouldn't ignore it. But look, I think that the point you're asking, why did he do this uh, today and what was he trying to accomplish? I, I heard a couple different things in his remarks. One, he's trying to underscore to conservatives that he is with 
them and that they should continue to approach this the way that they have been, which is they have been opposed to the idea that Patrick McHenry, uh, who has been the temporary Speaker of the House, should be empowered with the help of Democrats, right? They have been trying to underscore, we need to vote against that, we don't want that. And there are conservatives who are very angry at the possibility of that happening. He's talking to them. Those are his people. He said he wants to focus on oversight. What does oversight mean? Impeachment, uh, uh, inquiry into President Biden, inquiries into Hunter Biden's activities, et cetera. The pitch that he was making to those who have been voting against him was that the quickest way to get what you want is to vote for me. He kept saying over and over, the fastest way to get the House open is to elect a speaker. He's saying that only person available for that job right now uh, is me. He wouldn't answer how many times he was going to be doing this, but that was the push. And this was a different venue, as Phil noted, that we have seen from him. He is trying a different strategy, uh, the version that he has of the bully pulpit strategy that we would see uh, come out of the White House. The big question, obviously, is will it work or do the concerns about issues like uh, the election that you mentioned, mm -hmm. uh, like, quite frankly, his uh, legislative terrorist tendencies that John Boehner talked about, uh, are going to allow the, the government to continue at all. I mean, that's, I think, the, the, the concern that those appropriators have. So, uh, you know, his, his strategy right. is going to mirror what Kevin McCarthy's was, it seems. We're just not sure how long he'll last.